reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Jesus summoned the crowd with his disciples and said to them, Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and that of the gospel will save it. What profit is there for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? What could one give in exchange for his life? Whoever is ashamed of me and of my words in this faithless and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of when he comes in his Father's glory with the heavenly angels. He also said to them, Amen, I say to you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see that the kingdom of God has come in power. The Gospel of the Lord. St. James, in today's first reading, says something that should awaken each of us. Faith without works is dead. St. Paul said that the real purpose of our life is faith working out through love. That we're not saved by our works, though we are judged by our works. We're saved by God's grace through a really active faith. If our faith doesn't naturally produce fruit from a good tree, it's a dead tree. So one of the things, we don't prove our faith by our works, but we start to look to see if works are there. Because if they're not there, then it might be because our faith is just extrinsic. Sometimes when we think about those deeds, we might be able to say, you know, six months ago I sent a dime to the Christian Children's Fund. I have good works. A few weeks ago I helped this senior citizen across the road. No, what are the works that the Lord's calling us to reflect on today, very directly? Jesus talks about the most important. Whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself take up his cross and follow me. Are we seeing these works? First, have we denied ourselves? Have we said that we're going to put ourselves and our own desires second compared to the desires of the Lord and others? Are we able to see, like Peter denied Jesus the night he was betrayed, I do not know the man we know Christ, that we don't really know ourselves as we ought to, or we should deny ourselves in that way. I've always made parallel this passage and Jesus' passage to the rich young man, which mutually interpret each other. He said to the rich young man, if you wish to be perfect, go, sell what you have, deny yourself, in other words. Go, get rid of what you have. Give it all to the poor. Not just your money. Give yourself to the poor. Take up their plight as your own. Take up your cross. And then both finish with the words, follow me. Those are the deeds of faith that the Lord's asking. 
for five days from the beginning of Lent. That's the real Lenten itinerary. And we need to turn to the Lord and ask him for that grace so that we might have a faith that trusts him enough to deny ourselves. Trust him enough that when he gives us crosses, we don't run away from them, but that we recognize that their caresses, not curses, made to help us die to ourselves so that he can rise from the dead and truly live. And it's only then, when we're not tied down by the ball and chain of our earthly possessions or by our ego, it's only when we begin to be capable out of love of bearing the cross which always has the form of bearing others who become our cross, that we're capable of following the Lord. Otherwise, we're never going to make it. What are the stakes? The stakes of us to have this type of active faith. Jesus says, they're a matter of eternal life and death. Whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. If we seek to affirm rather than deny ourselves, we seek to flee from rather than flee toward the cross. We'll lose our life. We will die and die forever. But whoever loses his life for my sake in this way that Jesus describes will save it. This is the only path to life. It is a paradox. That in order to go up, we have to go down. In order to live, we first have to die to ourselves. But this is the path that Jesus himself took before us and turned around and says to us, follow me all the way, just as I denied myself. Emptying myself, taking the form of a slave, being born in your likeness, becoming obedient even to death, death on a cross. Just as I've denied myself and picked up my cross, so you must too. Don't be afraid. Follow me. This is the path to life. Those are the stakes. What profit is there for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? To accumulate possessions rather than give them away. To accumulate status rather than deny ourselves. To call all the shots. To be in charge. To be in control rather than to follow Jesus. What will we gain if we do all of those types of things but commit spiritual suicide in the process? Nothing. These are tough words. Jesus, in giving us the criteria to be his faithful disciple in today's gospel, is communicating to us with great honesty that the Christian life isn't easy. It's not a joke. It's not just something that happens to us when we're a little baby, when we get wet. The Christian life is a real life that imitates Christ's life of his self-denial in order to affirm the Father, of his picking up the cross in order to die so that God might live, and of trusting the Lord as a learner following the Master all the way to life to the full. As we begin to prepare for Lent, these are the types of deeds that the Lord wants us to bear as a result of true Christian faith. And if he's calling us to bear this type of fruit, 
He's going to give us all the help we'll need in order to bear it. But there's something he won't do for us. He's not going to deny us on our behalf. We've got to deny ourselves. He's not going to forcibly rip from our clenched fists what we don't want to give for others. We have to open that up and give it generously to others. And then we can follow him. That's what St. James was calling the first Christian community to. That if you say you have real faith, but if someone else has no food, and you say, go on your way, I'll pray for you, good luck, then your faith is dead. If we're not willing to deny ourselves and give all that we are to the poor, then we're not really Christian. It's as simple as that. We're not following what the Lord asks. One of my favorite lines in all of sacred scripture comes in this first reading. I will apply it. When St. James says, do you want proof, you ignoramus, that faith without works is useless? Jesus has given us that demonstration in the gospel. And if we don't follow his words today, we are all ignoramuses.